Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to another awesome episode of the Droppe Gaming Podcast. Yeah, that was an exciting intro, what do you reckon? Yeah. Yay! The crowd goes wild. Oh, hello. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is uh, me, Lucas, BQ410, and there's Matt Asmareth sitting next to me. How you going? Yeah, living the dream. Actually, I'm sick, so I sound less normal. Less living the dream than normal. Yeah. But you sound fully sick. Yeah, exactly. So that's okay. I can't actually hear out of my left ear for some reason. (laughs) I don't know if I should just... Normally because Laura's on the left-hand side. Yeah. I laid down in bed last night and I was freezing so I turned the fan off because Laura likes to sleep with the fan on so there's noise, background noise. Drown out your snoring? Drown out like tinnitus. Oh, right? yeah. Because she just loses her shit. Yep. <laughs> if she'd listen to their going. <laughs> and I laid Fucking down, mozzies. turned the fan off and then I, all I could hear was ringing in my ears and I was uh, like, fuck this shit. <laughs> You've caught, caught yeah. it off. And then I slept three hours and then woke up having no idea where I was. I turned, I saw Laura next to me in bed. This is not video game related at all. Oh, I hope not. I turned and saw Laura sleep next to me and I had no idea who the fuck she was. <laughs> I was like, who the, where the fuck am I? She doesn't where's, listen to this podcast Where's anyway? Laura? Why, why am I here? <laughs> and then I sort of like got my bearings and then I was like, fuck, it must be like 11 o'clock. It was 6.30 in the morning. And I wow. went to bed at 3.30 last night. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Playing um, just random games. As you do. And um, yeah, woke up at 6.30 thinking it was like 11. <laughs> and I'm like, why is Laura still asleep next to me? Is she dead? It's something wrong. <laughs> and I was like watching her to make sure she was breathing. <laughs> it was bizarre. I was tripping balls. <laughs> so Sick as a dog. I don't know what's going on in my fucking head, but... Some yeah. shit ain't right. <laughs> no. The kind of help you need... Someone needs a, a good couch and a hell of a lot of fucking trophies on the walls. <laughs> I think that's the idea. Uh, I think I need to just take a step back from video games for a minute. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe reconnect with reality. <laughs> <laughs> Your so, head's become a VR controller. Yeah. That's the problem. I was playing a VR game, actually. I was playing Rigs because it was free on PlayStation oh, Plus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Dear listeners, we have many a game to talk about on this, we do. on this show, but I'm just quickly going to derail everything. I get cool. like more. I'm going to continue derailing everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was playing Rigs because it's free on PlayStation Plus, and it's so it's a basically a first person shooter where you're in a mech rig thing in a arena, uh, yeah, and it's yep. I think it's four versus four. And the point is to score points and also shoot the other players. So you're running around, which in a VR game is already weird because yeah. you're not usually you're not controlling. Yeah. yeah. So I was doing the tutorial and immediately I was getting nauseous, <laughs> just turning because you can, you can move and turn your view at the same time. Oh, wow. And you okay. can look around as well. Yeah. So it's real, like, disorientating. Yeah, it would be. Um, but, yeah, that's the only VR game I've played in ages. Cool. It's the one-year anniversary. It came out a year ago, the PSVR. Oh, cool. So and have you got your 500 bucks worth? Oh, definitely. Yeah, cool. No, I've played a fair amount. You need to get Skyrim. 
Oh yeah, that's the that's the one. Yeah, pinnacle. Yeah, right there. Exactly. I yeah. mean, I don't think I've got Skyrim enough yet. No, so, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. I could probably do with at least. I'll get that one, and then I'll buy a Switch and get the Switch version as well. And switch it out. Yeah, just yeah. switch it up. That's it. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Nintendo anyway, style. Let's talk about some new games instead of ones yeah, that are four that's years right. old. Or have so, so we've so. actually been playing a lot of games, I guess. I was going to say that I've been playing a lot of game. Um, <laughs> One game. Yeah, which is Destiny 2. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, the the um, Crucible special... Um, Iron Banner. Iron Banner. You know, it was released last week and it ran for a week. And... Um, yeah, I like one of the one of the things you had to get one of the um, kind of not trophies, but uh, you know something you had to try and achieve was to get. They called it ten packages. Yeah, and which is a, rep a level, package. Yeah, yep. so you had to level up, and um, I did that within three days, I think, and I ended up just shy of uh, level eighteen in uh, the Iron Banner, which was pretty good. Yeah. I was pretty happy with that. Um, and I, I played a shitload of it. Now I'm just basically in the Crucible because it's the only thing that isn't exactly the same every single time. Yeah, yeah. Um, which but, is frustrating that... Yeah. I mean, it's Destiny 1. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And and I know we mentioned this in the, uh, the episode we did last time, which was quite recently. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, Four and a half weeks, I think. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, you know, Thanks they for did, sticking with us, by the way. <laughs> they did add a fair bit to Destiny Two that uh, you know was probably missing from Destiny One. Yeah, know, adding a few extra things to run around and do. Mm. But it still feels like the same game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Which, those things are still happening, but they're just the same as Destiny One. But there's just more of them. So it's very samey all the time. Yeah. Um, and you get to the point where you just cannot really level up anymore. And it becomes very frustrating. Yeah. And so, I don't know, maybe this is just like a get good type thing. But the Nightfalls and the Raid mm. are supremely frustrating. The Raid yes. in particular is... It's just so precise on what you have to do yeah. to get it right. And when you're playing with six people, it's hard enough as it is to fucking coordinate everyone. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then to keep six people interested in trying to do it again, when they spend two hours and don't even clear one fucking encounter yeah. Yeah. because of just like little mistakes, you know? So like, mm. for example, we got together in a raid to do um, the... Uh, what is it? It's the one with the four dogs that run around. Yeah, you got to go. The garden or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. And we all knew exactly what we needed to do, where we needed to go. But every time we tried, somewhat, someone accidentally fucked up. Yeah, <clears throat> which wasn't really that hard because there was a lot of areas where you know, <clears throat> two people had to be on top of these small pillars that didn't have a lot of room on them. Yeah. And you constantly had to be jumping from one to the other to monitor what was happening with the other four players underneath. Yeah, and, and then those four players had to stick together and, like, it's so easy for you to just miss one call yeah. and 
it fucks Turn everything left instead of right by yeah. accident and, and then you've fucked. got to wipe and restart and after doing that 10 times you get people in the group start being like this is not fun yeah. which it's not it's no, not that's fucking right. fun yeah yeah and sure there's that feeling of joy that you get when you clear something yeah and it's in every game right yeah. when something is challenging and you get to the end of it and you're like fuck yeah like I've been doing a bunch of puzzle games lately on my Vita and PS4 yeah and when you get them right when you get it right the timing there's one called Spy Chameleon mm-hmm. and um, it's on Vita and PS4 and it's basically like you're a chameleon and you've got to get through a level avoiding different things that spot you and you've got to eat the flies and then wouldn't You've, mind one of those now. We've got a special guest in the room today, actually, yeah. flying around, annoying the shit out of us. But then one of the challenges on each of the levels is to do it in a certain amount of time. And you need to perfect your run to get the time. Mm-hmm. And when you complete it, it's like, yes, I've done it. You know, and sometimes... And I can just do those things. The final level of that game, I did probably 50 times. Wow. And I didn't even get the shits with it because I knew... Every time I stuffed up, I was like, okay, so I've done that wrong. I need to do that differently. I need to time that better the next yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Always improving, you know? Yeah. And when you're playing by yourself, that's fine. And yeah. not everyone is like that. A lot of people would get to like 10 deaths and be like, fuck this. Me, I'm for never instance. Playing. I'm deleting this game yeah, immediately. Exactly. But I was like, no, it's a 75th level. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fucking beat it. Yeah. And I ended up clocking it and was fucking cheering. Yeah. Um, Laura was pissed at me because I didn't do the dishes <laughs> because I was too busy trying to... I'm like, just... I'm fair, really there. Really there. Yeah, it's fair. But anyway, when you get six people, first of all, you've got to get six people who have that mindset of, I will die a hundred times trying to get this yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Which not everyone will do. And people have lives. People have shit to do. Mm-hmm. And that's just one encounter. Yeah, exactly. Out of multiple. Yeah. Mm. And the raids on Destiny, the first Destiny, were never that fucked. No. Definitely not. Like they had areas you had to clear or complete or get through, yeah. but they were certainly achievable. Yeah. You know, this isn't Yeah, the way they've and, set them up. And I know like for, there's a bunch of people who have beaten the raid and to those people, they're probably like, get good, you fucking shit. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that I will not now play that raid again. Because yeah. I can't fucking find six friends mm-hmm. to do it with. Yeah. Because we're all too frustrated. We tried it three times. Where yeah. we, I think we did two hours, two to three hours each time. Yeah. And just got fucking nowhere. Mm. We got one yeah. chest when you're getting into that section. And yeah, exactly. And then it's like just pounding your fucking head against the wall. Mm. So it's not fun. Doesn't help. And... That's not what we play games for. You play games for fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, that's Destiny. Uh, still been playing it a little bit, but I'm kind of just stuck on doing the you know, PvP, Crucible. You know, the rest yeah. of it's a little boring at the moment. I don't mind the Crucible. It's fun. when yeah. you know, like There's certain matches where you get in and you just get fucking wiped out. And yeah. you're just like, where did my skills go? Mm. Yeah, and then there's games where you'll be top of the table, just annihilate everyone. Like I was in Iron Banner, and you have like five kills clear of the next guy under you, and like four captures clear of the yeah. next best in your team, and you're just like, 
fucked a lot of you. Yeah, exactly. I can't do any more. Yeah. yeah I'm the back, greatest. My back is sore now. Yeah, from yeah. carrying all you motherfuckers. <laughs> but in the end, it, like, it also comes down to a lot of luck, I think. It, it does sometimes, of, yeah. yeah. Like you happen to get a capture point and see someone before they see you. or Yeah. You know. Or they're fighting someone else in a different direction and yeah. you happen to be there. Like you can have ones where the, the whole match, every time you run to a capture point, you there's done. three guys there already. Yeah. So you're yeah. just picking the wrong one every time. Yeah, Those ones are real frustrating. It is kind of fun, like you say. There's There was one that I was playing actually this morning and I just jumped on because it's, you know, it's easy to jump on and do a, cru- a crucible match because it's only five minutes of loading yeah you know from turning your playstation on to playing match making match, and all that stuff you're done um and then it's like what five six seven minutes maximum and yeah. then you've played a game um i jumped on this morning and there was um four dudes from one clan yeah. that all had the same clan you know kind of Clan-tide. abbreviation yeah um and the four of us in in my team all had totally different. None of us were on headsets. Like we're just yeah. in there playing, and we fucking creamed them. It's so good, and it was awesome. I just wish you could write "get fucked" or something in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like it sucked in. Yeah, you guys suck. Yeah, that happened to me the other day as well, and we blitzed them like a hundred to twenty. Yeah, and you're just like, you guys are in a clan, fucking sorted exactly. out. Exactly. What are you doing? <laughs> Bunch of three year olds. Yeah, but yeah, it is kind of fun to do that kind of shit and. When you're on the opposite side of that. Yeah. And, I mean, I've, I've been playing really, really well. I've got, you know, I'm up over level 300 or power 300 now. Um, I'm actually playing the game really well. I know the maps well enough that I'm actually doing well in the Crucible. Yep. Um, and the guns that I'm using now are good guns for the Crucible. I don't yep. use them when I'm playing the what normal game. Uh, just auto rifles, basically. Uh, yeah. And I've got a Have scout got the rifle. Hard light? Um, no. Hard light is a exotic auto rifle that yep. you can change it from solar, void, or arc. Oh, okay. Yep. And it shoots and it has no um, penalty for distance. So oh, cool. no matter how far away yep. you are from them, it's, it's still a damage. shot does the same amount of damage. That's yeah. cool. So that one's... And they recoil off the walls as well. Oh, rebound. nice. Yep. So like this... That's kind of handy. It's pretty handy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I jumped in, and you know I'm doing normally. I'm kind of averaging about efficiency two now in nearly yeah. every game, which is pretty good. Which is fucking hard to do most of the time. And yeah. I was doing really shit with some of the other guns and stuff that I was playing with, but now I've got two good crucible auto rifles. Yeah, and I'm just owning people, and it's good. Yeah, um, but even when my team gets destroyed, I'm still doing really fucking well. Yeah. And every now and again, I don't know how, maybe it is just luck, but I jump on and I will fucking destroy everything that's in there. Yeah. Um, The other day I played one, I died once in the entire game and it was a capture the flag one, which kind of surprised me. Yeah. But I just had the luck of the timing and, you know, everything was working. Yeah. And I ended up with an efficiency over six. And I was like, oh, oh, how the fuck did that happen? That's awesome. Yeah. And like, everyone else at the end would have seen that and been like, get fucked. Yeah, exactly. I know. And I was just sitting there wishing I could go, I am God. You know, <laughs> I wish. 
It would have been cool. Come join our clan. We yeah. never raid. Exactly. But we might if you join. But I'll kick your asses in the crucible. Yeah. If you don't. Anyway. Yeah, that, that's, that's enough de- destiny. Yeah. yeah. That's enough destiny. It, it is a good fun game still. If you haven't played it yet, there's something wrong with you. Because um, it's on everything. And if you're gaming, then there's still a shitload of people that are playing the game. Yeah. Fuck it oath. Anyway, we and, do have lots of other games to talk about, so yes, we better move on. Let's, let's roll into these. So, first of yes. all, uh, NAC 2. I think I mentioned NAC 2 on the last episode. Yeah, that free game that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did mention that. <laughs> um, so, I finished it, clocked it. Um, I'd have to say the story probably went on a little bit longer than I thought okay. was comfortable. Like, you get to a point where you go, well, this is a nice way to, like, a nice place to end. And then there's it's another more- part. Okay. And then there's another part, and you're just like, well, fucking hell. And then I had to replay through it all for all the challenges and stuff to get the platinum, which I fucking got. Nice. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed Knack. Um, I know you really liked the first one, and you were very, very excited for the second one. Yeah. um, I just really like well-done 3D platformers, and I thought the original Knack was well done. It Mm -hmm. copped a lot of shit for not being creative enough and whatnot. It was um, a launch game, though, so yeah. it did well. And a new IP as well, so, like, yeah. fuck, what do you want? Exactly. Um, but it reminded me a lot of Ratchet & Clank because it's from the guy who made Ratchet uh, & Clank. Well, that'll do it. So, like, yeah. the, like, different stuff, and it just feels like that. And like, um, for example, Ratchet & Clank is big guy, little guy, and when yeah. you're playing as Clank, you can run through vents and all that kind of shit. In Knack... You can convert from big to small to run through events and stuff. Right. So yeah. you have that sort of same mechanic almost, yeah, yeah. similar um, mechanic. But yeah, I just thought both of them were quite well done, um, fair to the player as well. Like you're not yep. getting stuck on stuff or thinking you can make a jump and not making it, and yeah. just for arbitrary fucking reasons that make no sense. Like mm-hmm. where something happens and you go, well, that's got nothing to do with what I fucking did. Yeah. It's a problem yeah. with how the game was made. Mm-hmm. Um, legitimately, not like, fuck this game. Yeah, this game sucks. This game fucking sucks. Yeah. I can't fucking beat it. Which, <laughs> you know, I fucking say that which shit is, all the time. Which is a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And that happens too. in Destiny as well a lot. Yeah. yeah. Stuck on a rock. Yeah. Motherfucker. Fuck this game. <laughs> um... But yeah, I really enjoyed NAC 2. If you like platformers, get it. Uh, I don't know if I gave it a score last time, but I'll give it a four, four and a half out yeah, of five. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Like, to be fair, I'm biased because I fucking really enjoyed it. But that's how a review works, right? Exactly. You yeah. give it what you think it's worth. And I didn't have a single problem, apart from the length, which I don't know how the length of the story compared to the first one. But it's been it just, quite a while. It just felt like it dragged towards the end. I was just like, is, is this over yet? Yeah. But I did enjoy the story nonetheless, so... Oh, that's good. You know. Yeah. Did you have to do too much outside of the story to get the platinum? Um, so each level has various challenges. So it, it's split up into chapters, and each chapter has... So it's like 1-1, one, 1-2, one, 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 Oh, okay, yep. And different chapters have a different amount of like levels in them yeah and each one of those has a cut has um three challenges and they can be things like there's a little golden beetle somewhere that you've got to find and kill yeah and if you are too slow it flies away so okay yeah or 
finish the level playing on hard or very hard difficulty without dying mm-hmm. was another common one. Just stuff like that. And you had to do 70 of them and out of a possible 140, I think, or 150. Okay. So yeah. you didn't even really need to 100% the game to get it. Nice. Yeah, but that's, um, that's very nice of them. Yeah. And those yeah. kind of challenges. Oh, and also there was a like a challenge mode. There was a timed mode and a Coliseum attack sort of mode where it's time timed and you have to kill as many enemies as you can in waves yeah. to get the required score yeah. to fucking get three stars or what, five stars. That's fair. But there was only, I think, four of the timed one and three of the fighting one. So some of them were a little bit difficult, mm-hmm. but again... That it's that thing in my mind where like I fuck it up and I go well I fucked that jump up there and but there was actually a couple of moments in that where I was trying to jump up onto a box and it wouldn't jump properly okay. because of whatever angle I was or I was there's actually one of the timed challenges there's a box that you've got to jump on and you've got to jump from the box to another platform yep which it's a platforming game that's yeah, what you do exactly except for this one and I didn't have the problem when I was doing the level itself probably because I wasn't rushing it trying to get through quickly Mm -hmm. but like 70% of the times I did this level and I did it a lot to beat the time (laughs) score I would get to that box and I'd be making great time get on it jump in what I think would make it and it just falls short and you just go like what the fuck and because then you might as well just restart the level because you fucked it yeah you haven't died, so you can jump back up and try again. But, you, but yeah, waste too yeah. much time. Yeah. So there was there there was like one or two moments like that where I was like fuck, but then I got it, you know. So yeah. whatever. And plus, it was only like I said, four levels where it had that. Okay. And yeah. you don't even have to do them. Like that's just to play to get the platinum. Yeah. If you want to do the challenges, you can. If you want to play the story, I never had a single problem in the story. Cool. So oh, that's good. Yeah. It's good that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about actually getting Ukulele, which is another 3D platformer that came out a little while ago now. Yeah. Uh, I think it's from the creators of Banjo-Kazooie. Okay, yeah. Um, I've heard that's pretty decent. Hmm. But yeah, 3D platformers are my fucking jam. Yeah, they are. You do like them. So worth worth it if you yeah. like that shit. Especially considering I don't have a Nintendo, so I've missed out on all the best 3D platforms <laughs> over the years. True, yeah. But anyway, so that's an act two. Move on to the next thing. Yeah, I want to actually talk about um, Morphite. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced. Yeah, Morphite, M-O-R-P-H-I-T-E. Yep. Yeah. Um, we got sent to copy, so you know it's not a game that... I probably would have purchased yeah. and because we got sent the copy I, I gave it a go um, you know played a, a bit of it I put some time into it and I can't say I was overwhelmed to be honest yeah. um, you know, underwhelmed underwhelmed probably yeah is an overstatement <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. I, I think what actually got it for me was that it doesn't look like it, but it, it kind of has a lot of resemblances to No Man's Sky yep. in, in regards to what you have to do and the gameplay and all that kind of shit. Um, it looks probably more like a Metroid Prime kind of game, like yep. that kind of 
style and pastel kind of colors and all those types of things. Um, It was interesting in that regard, but it wasn't enough to hold your attention in gameplay. Yeah. Um, Well, that's what the gameplay is the key. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And I think what really killed it for me, unfortunately for this game, was the fact that No Man's Sky sucked balls so bad. Um, To be fair, we haven't played it since they patched it. Yeah, yeah, originally. Like, I was so excited for that game. It all sounded fucking incredible. Played it for a couple of hours and just went, I want to kill myself. Uh, Um, I don't know about it. It wasn't that bad. It was just really samey. It was extremely samey. And you go to two planets and then the third one, you're like, well, fuck, who gives a shit about this? Yeah, what's the point? Yeah. And it it draws a hell of a lot of resemblances to that. Like you run around, you you go to certain planets, you play as this um, young lady in the game. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now. Is it Morphite? Uh, No, no, it's (laughs) not. Um, It probably would help if her name was Morphite. Um, Myra, I think, something along those lines. Anyway, besides the point. Um, And... There is a storyline to it, so you know that kind of helps a bit, which yep. was really lacking in No Man's Sky. In No Man's Sky, um, but the the voice acting, the 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 writing, all that kind of stuff. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a kind of indie game. It is fairly cheap compared to new AAA titles. Um, you know all that kind of stuff. It's hard to to put it in the same kind of bracket. Very different. Very different. Yeah. Um, but with that said, it didn't really do too much to break any new ground. Like it was very samey. Um, the gameplay was kind of clunky and not smooth in controlling and all those types of things. Um, I don't want to go on about it too much because I was fairly underwhelmed by it. And yeah. if it is like, if you did enjoy that kind of exploring and, you know, finding new things, um, of no man's sky, you'd probably enjoy this because yeah. it did have a hell of a lot of those elements in it. Is there like a lot of, obviously a lot of content with the, um, randomly generated stuff yeah yeah I mean so it'll keep you going if that's your thing if that's your thing but it does become quite samey pretty quickly yeah you know there's um, yeah I think I I read up about when No Man's Sky came out I read up about that whole perpetually generated shit um, and they only really need to have it was a very small amount of combinations like uh, I think it was about 7 or 11 maybe um, different things that they can use to create different planets on yeah. a perpetual motion, you know, so that it's just completely different every time. Yeah. And it's not a lot. And with this one, it just seemed kind of weird that, you know, you, you come across the same things almost on different planets, but the colors are different or, yeah. you know, and they are then classed as completely different biospecimens type things so you can yeah. sell that information on. And Even then, though it looks exactly the same. Yeah. Which in reality, probably not going to happen. No, that's right. Yeah. But to be able to do that in, an, in a gaming engine where it is yeah. able to create stuff 
completely different every single time would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And that's what I kind of expected from No Man's Sky, the way they were talking about yeah. it, and it didn't have any of that shit. So yeah. No um, Man's Sky tried, I think it did a decent job, but there was mm-hmm. still like you'd see one creature on one planet and go to another planet and see something that looks very similar yeah. but has like an extra horn or exactly something like yeah. that and you just go well fuck why the fuck is there not like slime creatures on one yeah of that's planets? right or like, yeah you know there's nothing that's like really new non-standard to what we have on our fucking own planet exactly that's really right. yeah so true but whatever but i mean you know it it had elements that were refreshing compared yeah um and like, if you know if you want to if you want to give it a go, it's probably worth, you know, having a go. If, if something like No Man's Sky, original No Man's Sky, when it came out, yeah. was something that you enjoyed. You know, this did not really bring much newness to it, except there were some platforming elements to it as well. Yeah. Um, you know, there were some very basic puzzle kind of things to do as well. Yeah, there's a little bit of puzzles in um, No Man's Sky as well. Yeah. They yeah. weren't exactly... Not challenging either, yeah. Yeah. Um, And in this, there is also some kind of boss fight stuff. But because of the controls and how easy those boss fights were, they don't do enough damage to you to really make you anxious about fighting. Um, It's, uh, I don't know. Personally, from my gaming experience... It's really lackluster. Yeah, with my gaming experience, I'd probably struggle to give it a two and a half, maybe a two. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because I think in an ideal world, if the two developers got together, being such a similar kind of concept, yeah, they could have actually really nutted out some fucking amazing stuff. Yeah. But two companies almost working parallel on something, and then No Man's Sky coming out so much earlier than yeah. this one... It just really seemed samey and like they stole a lot of information or or ideas from it and then just reskinned it so that it didn't look as pretty um, and tried to put it out. You know, it's, uh, yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, it is. It is. um, Thank you for the, uh, for the code though. Um, But uh, yeah, it it wasn't something that I enjoyed all, all that much. I fucking hated it. (laughs) <laughs> I'd give it a big <laughs> out of five stars no that's a joke no um, it just wasn't my cup of tea yeah and I like Darjeeling <laughs> <laughs> fuck that do my shit yeah exactly so that's right. that one um, uh, I'd like you now to talk about yeah the new pinball FX pinball FX3 man I'm a fucking man. fiend for pinball oh. I fucking love it I'm so shit at it in real life like, when we went to EB Expo, mm-hmm. I played pinball. We haven't even talked about that yet. Fucking terrible uh, at it. But on Pinball FX3, mate, don't even fucking start with me. Oh, I will wow. smoke you, fool. <laughs> um, well, it's so, funny. I just want to jump in here because um, during the school holidays, it happened just recently. Tanya and I took Charlie to uh, um, the, like, play zone or whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah. Fun zone at Carindale. Yeah. And um, arcade thingy. Yeah, and you get like tickets for playing all the games, whatever. Yeah. Same shit as so always. So you can get an eraser or a fucking yeah, yeah, something made in China that. You costs need eighty thousand to get like a little fucking toilet putt putt game. 
where you sit on the toilet and it's a little felt thing that you put in front That's of you, a like, great a, idea. like a piss mat kind of shit, and then you can play golf. Oh yeah, well, you're pretty good. Yeah, it's better See, than being on iPhone. I can get a hole in one while I'm getting a hole in one. Well, um, yeah. Well, I'm ex- exiting a hole anyway. Um, <laughs> Definitely got a par on that one. Woo. Yeah, that one's a bogey. <laughs> Need to spray that one. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, and uh, yeah, they had one pinball machine in the corner and you didn't get tickets for it because that's yeah. way too advanced for pinballs yeah um but i i put my dollar or two dollars or whatever it is in there um it was uh the um jurassic park one nice yeah so it was a classic yeah and i saw it and i was like yeah that's me all over um yeah. anyway the ball got stuck oh. on the first ball that came out i played it for like 30 seconds the ball got stuck so the dudes had to come slide the glass out, click it, gave me a free credit as well, which was good. So I had an extra game. Yeah. You know, we were in this place. We put 50 bucks on a card for Charlie so he could just play for a while. Yeah. And um, I swear we were there for maybe an hour and I played this on one game yeah. for about 40 minutes at least. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I ended up winning three games from the the number match at the end like it yeah. does you know match this and a dinosaur eats something and then it shits out a number and you know, <laughs> one off that um it was fucking awesome that's I was awesome so excited to just be standing there playing this for ages yeah. and all these little kids coming up looking at me looking like what's this old fucking dude doing yeah hitting a Killing ball around motherfucker take note exactly yeah yeah and then their parents were like wow this guy's all right and the kids are like the fuck is this shit yeah. yeah. Where's the controller? Exactly. What the fuck's a flipper? <laughs> but I was killing it and I was loving it. That's so, awesome. Real life story aside, what did you think of the uh, FX3? So Zen Pinball is a tried and true fucking series of pinball yeah. uh, on PlayStation and Xbox. Mm. So they've just brought out Pinball FX3. Uh, the good thing about it, as was the case with Zen Pinball 2, is that tables that you previously owned... Oh, transfer up. forward cool. yeah. I think there was only like 4 or 5 out of 70 odd tables that they couldn't get licensing to carry over wow. one of which was South Park which is disappointing because that's one of the ones I fucking bought Yeah, but um, all the Star Wars ones all the Marvel ones they all carried over which is cool mm-hmm. and I bought a new pinball table pack which has Back to the Future in it oh nice which is so fucking fun yep. it's got um you can travel between all the different time periods and wow. then there's all the shit on the table changes based on what time period you're in. Nice. So it's just like reliving all the Back to the Future yeah, movies. That's awesome. And it's just like, great Scott, we've got to save, we got to catch the lightning and all this fucking <laughs> bullshit. It's fucking awesome. So anyway, uh, what's new in Pinball FX3? Uh, online multiplayer, they've got a bunch of tournaments. Wow. So the tournament system works like thusly oh thusly yeah uh, you go in it gives you three people to scores you can beat and um, difficulty levels like green yellow or red yeah. red is the hardest one gives you the most points mm-hmm. you play it you beat their score you get the points and the points go on the tally and you've got to same as like seasons in FIFA mm-hmm. you've got to get your score to a certain level be in the top 10% or something to transfer to the next season when the season ends after a week. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. And so you just move up in the seasons. Yeah. And then each of those things, they pick three tables each week 
And if you don't own any of the tables, you can't fucking play it. You have to own one of the tables. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and you get bonus points based on how many of the three different tables you've played in that mode. So if it's like Back to the Future, Star Wars, and a Marvel one, whatever, pick yeah. one, and um, you decide to play all th- a game on all three, you get an extra 15 points. You get, I think, 40 for beating the red one. Then you get an extra 15 for diversity for playing the three yep. different tables. Okay. And then if you annihilate their score, say, when you first start, it'll be like, beat 5 million. And you're like, easy. Yeah. 5 million is nothing. So if then you get like 100 million, then you get like an extra 50 points for just dominating their score. Oh, okay. So there's bonuses, benefits for being awesome at it and it's all on a time challenge as well so it's like how many points can you score with no ball outs so if the ball goes out it comes back in straight away in five minutes I think so you've got five minutes to just go fucking bananas and then each table as well you can play normally in single player mode but they also have three challenge modes for each table which is one ball you've got to see how much how high of a score you can get using only one ball and if it goes out, you fucking lose. Yep. You can get extra balls and multi-ball and all that still. But, yeah, you get one ball, see how much you can get. The five-minute time challenge is the other one. Mm-hmm. Is one of the other ones which try and get as much as yeah. you can. Yeah. And then I think it's survival mode. Okay, yep. Um, which I can't remember how that works. You it's survive. been a while. I've been you playing survive. so many fucking games. Yeah. But um, oh, the way it works is you get one minute... You've got to reach a score level, and then as soon as you clear that level, it starts the minute again, and you the score's yeah, higher, yeah. and you've just got to keep trying to... That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Which is, it's like a horde mode of mm. pinball, <laughs> yeah. which is cool. Um, yeah. But that adds an extra layer to it, because you don't just get bored of being like, oh, play like time, the score attack on every table. You've actually got these challenges to try and beat as well. Yeah, it's cool. And the diversity of tables, there's like, like I said, there's like 70 tables. Yeah, that's right. And obviously, you have to pay for them. So if you don't own any tables and you get it, because it's free to download. Yeah. And I think you get one table for free with it. But yeah. you can buy a pack with, I think the Zen Classic pack has like five ta- four or five tables in it for 20 bucks. Wow. And then... Um, that's going to become a very expensive game then. Yeah, well, I've got like... 65 tables I've nearly got all of them and I worked it out and I've spent somewhere in the vicinity of like 200 bucks on pinball but that's across three different pinball games games. Zen Pinball Zen Pinball 2 Pinball 3 yeah and I've put a shitload of time into them so like at the end of the day if you're going in and going okay download free game buy all the tables at once and then never play it yeah you're a retard yeah Excuse the offensive <laughs> undertones le- of that word. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, pinball effects. <laughs> the only retarded word, I mean, offensive word we've used. <laughs> uh, so if you like pinball, definitely try out pinball effects three. And if you're on PlayStation, add me because um, you can see how much better than the UI am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's incentive for you. Five out of five. Five out of five yeah. for Pinball FX 3. Yeah. Boom. The only shit thing is having to buy all the tables, but yeah. really, realistically, they're, I think, four or five dollars a table, which okay. if you spend 
an hour playing it, you've just spent five bucks to play an hour of something. Yeah, and it's not for bad. example, um, well, the, the good thing is you can try it for free. Yeah, well, there's demos of all the different gonna... tables as well, so oh, you can okay, get cool. the demos. And if you like the table, because if you you it would suck if you bought a table and it was started shit. playing yeah. it and it you just kept going ball outs or whatever. Uh-huh. You just be like, "Fuck, wasted money." So you can actually download a demo of every table, but because it's um, so there's Pinball Arcade, which is a different game franchise where yep. they remake real pinball tables, okay. authentic like recreations. I get the Terminator one. Yeah, That's so awesome. they cost like fifteen dollars a table though. Shit, because they have to go to a massive yeah. amount of work to find the original, deconstruct the whole system, how it works, everything. <coughs> and buy the rights yeah mm. whereas Zen Pinball obviously they still have rights issues because because like, it's trademarked there's a pack that's the FX pack and it has um, Family Guy Archer and one some other cartoon right. American Dad American or something Dad, like yeah. that yeah. yeah so which I've been watching a shitload of recently yeah. and loving the Family Guy table awesome fun and the good thing about them as well is because they're so out there bizarre, they can make whatever the fuck they want happen on the table. So yeah. like the Star Wars ones, you have lightsaber battles. Cool. And like mini games, there's a mini game in the Family Guy one, for example, where you, if you hit the, each lane is to spell out the names of each of the characters, the main characters. Okay, yep. And I think if you get the Stewie lane to fill up his name, it starts a mini game where it's a fucking arcade shooter where you're flying a spaceship up and down using the flippers to move up and down. Yeah. And I think there's three layers or three levels up and down. And spaceships fly towards you, or like other jets, I mean, fly towards you, and you've got to shoot them out of the sky before they shoot you. Wow. So it's like a classic arcade game. Yeah. You fucking play that and you get points in your pinball game for it. And then when you die, it just goes back into the pinball table and it's like... You scored this many points. Continue smacking those flippers. <laughs> like, and just random stuff like that, which makes it really interesting. Yeah. And if it's a licensed game for something that you really like, for example, there's an E.T. one. They they just put out the Universal Studios pack, which is E.T., um, Jaws, and mm. something else. Maybe that's the Back to the Future one. Okay. I think that's Universal. But then there's also Alien vs. Predator pack, which has three different tables that are Alien vs. Predator themed. Wow. So if you really enjoy Aliens vs. Predator, you yeah, can get yeah. them, and it's another part of that world, that fan yeah, exactly. world yeah. you know, for you to enjoy. Same with the Star Wars ones, same with the Marvel ones. Cool. So, yeah. If you, like pin- if you don't like pinball, don't fucking worry about it. But yeah, if you like pinball, right. mm-hmm. it's a cool arcadey way to play it yeah no, it sounds and, like fun yeah I don't think five bucks for a table is that expensive if it's something that you're going to put time into like I didn't buy all the packs at once yeah. I've like gradually bought them in trips and drabs over five ten years yeah that's right so I'll so buy that's... a pack play those tables a bunch and then when a new one comes out mm. I'll get that you you've know? got your money's worth without having to be yeah. bored in the meantime yeah exactly yeah but anyway, so five out of five for that one, eh? Yeah, definitely. All right. Next. So moving on real quick, because we're going through uh, some games. Um, <laughs> Ruiner. Ruiner. Right. So Ruiner is a game that I tried out uh, just quickly. It's a, a twin stick shooter, cyberpunk 
sort of psycho, crazy friggin' world where you play this guy who's basically got their brain connected to a computer, like your brain is a computer that can be hacked into. Sounds shit ass. And so you're killing people for whoever's hacked into your brain and telling you what to do. Wow. Right? And Interesting. Yeah. It's um, super bloody. Okay. Uh, it's like a twin stick Judas, so it's not Kids quite game. top down. Okay. But that kind of over the top view where you can run into an area and just fucking annihilate people. Mm-hmm. Um, fast play, really fast paced. Um, tight controls, which is always good in a twin stick shooter. Yep. Uh, the style the art style that cyberpunk style is really dark it's kind of like Blade Runner-y sort of like dark mm. and bloody and dirty and yeah. you know cyberpunk it's fucking yeah. cyberpunk yeah. okay yeah. Uh, it's really well done that sound design in it is awesome the music is perfect yeah. for that game um, and yeah fast paced fun twin stick shooter if you like twin stick shooters play it cool uh, uh, four out of five four out of five it's not yeah. bad yeah I was going to say three and a half but um, points for the quality of the art style and everything I think yeah, yeah. I mean the game itself the game on a gameplay purely gameplay level it's a great twin stick shooter yeah all of the different elements in it work perfectly Good. And that's what you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so that. fun. All right. There fun. are negatives, but we don't have time. Nah, fair enough. So just yeah. buy it. I don't think it's expensive. It's on PS4, I know. And it's probably on other systems. Yeah, well, check it out if you've got time. Ruiner. We don't. Bam. If you like cyberpunk, get this amongst it. If you yeah. like seeing lots of blood, also. You're a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe any. you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Maybe okay. you're ruined. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I have another big title to talk about. Um, just quickly, I'm just going to touch on it because it is a big title and it, it's um, Project Cars 2. Yeah. came out a couple of weeks back. So this is like a review in progress or... Yes, yes. It's, um, it's a car racing game yeah so it has cars it has cars and the the project was to make a game for the second time for the second time therefore hence the name yeah boom done no 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 Um, it's well the first the two things that struck me incredibly with this game first was how fucking amazingly beautiful the game looks they did a really good job compared to number one it's light years ahead of nice. where it looks in the first one. I mean, the first one was a good game for a driving game. Uh, I've got it on the... Um, actually, I think the Xbox and the PC. Um, and it, it is a nice game. You know, the difference between this and Forza, for instance, um, maybe not the new GT, uh, but, you know, some of the older ones... It's very unforgiving, this game. It, it is not a... like They try and make it so that a novice can play, mm. but 
it's kind of an open world, like not gameplay, but everything's available kind of yeah. deal. Um, that know, seems to be the way they're going with a lot of those games these days. Yeah, yeah. GT Sport, which I'll cover on the next episode, but I've been playing a little bit of that. Doesn't have open world. Oh, there you go. It's your classic yeah. GT. Yeah, like you got to up, actually upgrade, do all it's your shit. Really heavily focused on multiplayer, which I'm not super impressed by. But yeah. we'll talk about that on the okay, next cool. episode. Um, I mean, it it is extremely unforgiving. The cars sound fucking amazing. Yeah, you know it. I actually heard somebody mention this. I think in a review where it it literally sounds like you're driving along and you hear a car going past you on a highway or something. Yeah. And, you know, you might have your window open, whatever, and you hear that rumble of a fucking beautiful car and then you turn and it's like, wow. That's what it sounds like. It is fucking incredible. They've done such a good job. Um, But the issue, as I I, alluded to earlier when I was talking to you before we started recording... The problem with it being an open world game and the problem with this kind of thing is that you you jump into it and you go, holy fuck, there's all of these kind of cars that I will never own, never get a chance to drive. Yeah. Wow, I'm going to go in and just grab the most expensive fucking Bentley that I can and go for a spin. Yeah, or a Bugatti or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, whatever. And you're just smashing into walls like you're fucking <laughs> hauling ass around this track. And if you're not, it is not a arcade driving game mm. at all. You know, like you need to actually drive it like you drive a car. So it's like, with a control. kind of like a simulator, because GT is a driving simulator more yeah. than an arcade game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this has a lot of elements to it within the gameplay itself, like the driving of the yeah. car. You need to actually realistically slow down before sharp turns and all yeah, that kind yeah. of shit. You've got to drive to the apex of a corner. Yeah, and shit exactly. Like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the other side that probably GT, I think, would have over this is that you can, like, mechanically, you don't have to be fully mechanically minded with this game. You can yeah. kind of instruct a um, mechanic in this game to do the shit you want done to the car. Yeah. You know, like, you want to have faster horsepower uptake you know all that kind of shit better handling mm-hmm. all that kind of basic stuff and someone will actually go and do that for you you're yeah. just the driver of the car which is fucking cool yeah but you still need to know and understand how a car works yeah when you're driving it to be able to play the game properly yeah and when you first get your hands on the game and you think holy shit I've got access to all of these cool cars I'm just going to grab a car, take it on a track, and there's fuckloads of tracks, heaps of different conditions that you can drive in. I mean, one of the biggest things that they changed from the first one to this one is the weather. Yeah. You can pick from, fuck, I think there was 12 or 14 different types of weather, and then you can adjust that by the time. Um, some of the amazing shit is when you're driving around, like there'll be puddles that form if it's raining, There'll be puddles that form in certain sections of the track, and they'll actually fill up during the lapse of the track. No shit. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like the the shadows that you get from a setting sun yeah. are incredible. You know, like you've got to actually you can go in and, and set all that stuff to your want. And 
the thing that I really love about this kind of game is that it actually gives it, it gives a little bit to a spectator, not just the person who's playing it. Yeah, so you can watch someone playing it and be like, wow, this looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when you're playing it, and it's the same in real life, when you're driving compared to when you're sitting in the you passenger seat. You don't notice everything going on. Yeah, right you don't notice all the shit that's happening in the background, foreground, like you're watching cars. Yeah. And you try not to kill you and all the passengers. Yeah. And that's a pretty important thing. And texting. And, well, of course. <laughs> Fuck. Writing longhand letters. Yes. That, that shit isn't illegal. Yeah, exactly. That's what I do when I drive. Yeah, and you fucking Most paper plane them out the window. Yeah, in the mailbox. Oh, I think you can actually get fined. Yeah, you can. It's littering. Paper. Yeah. Yeah. And if your hand extends out the window, then you're breaking the law. I think if you throw an object from a moving vehicle, that's bad. <laughs> it's frowned upon. I do it. If with- you get it in the bin, though, you're a fucking legend. Yeah, you can't get done for littering, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Mate. Did you, they pull you over and go, mate, I saw you throw that thing out of your car. Top shot. Yeah. Here's, Carry on. here's an award. Yeah. Here's a reverse <laughs> fine. Take $100. <laughs> it's like passing go in Monopoly. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Anyway, um, it is, it, it, it's such a big game. I'm never, ever going to finish this game. Like, yeah. It is just a game that I'll throw on and drive because I don't drive enough in real life, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's just those cars. But the handling, the feedback, like, it, it is fucking exceptional. Um, you know, some of the stuff that they can add to a game now compared to the stuff that they originally came out with, like the old GT games and all that kind of stuff, um, it's fucking phenomenal. You know, like, having... When you're breaking really heavily into a corner, if there's, like, little dips and stuff... You actually see the screen shake in time, yeah. And your controller shakes with the feedback of it, and it's pretty fucking incredible, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff added into a game these days. It's just, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a driving game. It's a very good driving game, but if you don't like driving games, yeah. you will fucking hate this because it is so unforgiving. Yeah. Um, in a way, it kind of reminds me of. Um, uh, there's there's been a few games um, that were really nasty when it came to driving. Yeah. Like if you made a mistake, you could go from first to you're fucked very quickly. Yeah. And this is kind of one of those. Yeah. Um, you do have the availability of getting some positions back, but you know the other cars don't just drive in a perfect line all the time either, which is kind of cool. Um, Run so, those fucks off the road. That's what I yeah, always do. Yeah, but you know, you you can crash into other people and stuff yeah. like you can in in real life. Um, yeah, yeah, and I often do to get around corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, pedestrians. You don't get pedestrians in this game, which is a real shame. Uh, yeah, it would have been kind of cool if just every now and again there was like someone running across or a deer. Something. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Get, need some red highlights on my car. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. get some racing splatters. <laughs> Nice. Um, but it, it does a really good job with things like that. And I'm actually really, really enjoying it um, for the amount of time that I've put into it at the yeah. moment. It's kind of like, yeah, great fun. And if, Sounds fucking good. If you actually give it a fair bit of time as a racing fan, I've got friends who are actually just console players or, or computer game players to play racing games. Yeah. Um, 
this is the kind of game that they would cherish because the fucking depth of it, the amount of different types of racing styles, you know, it goes from souped up go-karts to fucking nearly Formula One and everything in between. Yeah. Um, 150 tracks nearly. Um, well, not 150 tracks. There's like 30 tracks, but you can do them all different styles, sections, all that kind of yeah. shit. Um, mix that with the different types of weather conditions, daytimes, nighttimes, all that kind of crap. And then there's like 170, 180 cars in it. Um, yeah, fuck. If you if you don't mind a game that is a almost simulator, proper simulator race game, yeah, you'd love this kind of shit. So shit, yeah, yeah. So worth nice. it. I'd, for a car game, so far, I'd probably give it at least a four and a half. Nice. Yeah, it's that almost a good. perfect racing game so far. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So Good moving stuff. on, I think we've got one more game yep. that uh, Matt's going to very quickly uh, get onto because he is a um, he's in the swing. Yeah, uh, it's everybody's golf. Everybody's <laughs> golf. Now, what a fucking intro, man! Everybody's <laughs> golf is a bizarre game. So it's like a cartoon golf game, like everybody games, because it's like yeah. everybody golf is an old franchise. Yeah, it's uh, Hot Shots Golf. I think it was called back in. The old days, uh-huh. and then there was, days? there was everybody's was golf on PS2, I think, as well. Yeah, I think they called it Hot Shots Golf on the Vita. Okay, yep, yep. But same thing. So okay. it's a cartoony, like weird as fuck golf Big game. Head game nearly. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. But um, the new game on PS4, everybody's golf, the PS4 version, it has a really large online sort of. Um, section to it yep. so it's your normal golf game hit the ball blah 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 whatever bit different because it's a cartoon so there's some funny things that can happen um, like spiral shots and shit like can that can you hit where... a subway into a dude's mouth <laughs> no. like happy Gilmore oh, that'd be cool <coughs> it has fishing interesting yeah exactly okay so anyway um, I didn't expect that yeah <laughs> so you, you've got all your normal single player stuff which is great. It's standard golf game stuff. But then in the online world, which I'm going to focus on for the review because that's what's different. Yeah, that's yeah. what sets it apart. It uh, has an open world. So you pick a course and you go to that course and you can drive your buggy around wherever the fuck you want. Wow. Um, while people are playing and their balls obviously don't hit your car. Oh, because okay. That would be awesome if they did. You can piss shit. everyone off. Yeah. <laughs> but like you drive to water hazards... And there's fishing competitions going on. And yeah. so there's like a challenge in the game to catch all the different fish. And different courses have different fish. Shit. So that's weird. Whatever. Yeah, a little bit. But um, yeah. yeah, it has this really big online sort of thing where you can play against other people and, you know, just meet other people and talk to them, which is fucking weird. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just a bizarre game, but super, super fun. I mean, golf games, I always have fun with golf games. Yeah. The last one I played was Golf Club 2, mm-hmm. and before that was Rory McIlroy. Yeah. And so between these three games, they're all wildly different from oh, each yeah, other. Yeah. And everybody's golf is clearly the most out there of all of them. Because most like fun? Like most silly fun. Silly fun. Yeah. So like you can hit a shot, and if you hit it properly, I think I like... Rory McIlroy the best yep just purely because it's EA so it mm. has that high budget level the courses are beautiful yeah you know 
Um, Except for rabbits disappearing and reappearing. Yeah. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. Coyotes. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Um, that was a really fun game. Golf Club yeah. 2 I liked because it had the whole course design thing in it. You can make your own courses. Cool. Which is good. Uh, everybody's golf is just... It's, I think it's a lot easier than the other ones. It's still not super easy. You need to play good and yeah. play properly. Um, but, yeah, there's things like if you time a shot correctly and you press the right buttons, when the ball hits like on its first bounce on the ground, it can fucking either rocket forward or shoot up in the sky and wow. shit like that. Um, and then there's different, depending on the course... It has different modifiers, so there's Tornado Cup where the cup is larger and it has a tornado on it. Wow. So if the ball goes anywhere near it, it gets sucked into the hole. Cool. But That's um, my kind of golf. Yeah. yeah, so you can hit like a fucking albatross on a par five <laughs> and just smack it and it lands sort of near the hole and rolling towards the hole and it will just get sucked towards the hole cool. and go in. Yeah doesn't count for the trophies and stuff like that when you do that it only counts trophies for like albatross and shit are only on normal cups yeah which yeah, is fair. annoying it's fair it's so fucking hard one of the trophies is to get like a hole in one on a par five like how the fuck are you gonna do that wow yeah annoying and people have got it so it's obviously achievable somehow that's in that bullshit. fucking game that's fucking bullshit um but yeah it that's has like, like a 450 meter drive yeah. So the way that you achieve that is that the game also has a sort of level of role-playing mechanics in it. So like upgrading and buying buying okay. new clubs, upgrading them and stuff. Yep. So you've got different balls that have different attributes on them, different club sets. So you've got a club set that's for power, yeah. a club set that's for good swing, so you get better swing. Yep. Um, just shit like that, mm-hmm. different club sets. And then each club, when you do a shot... Um, depending on if you do a good shot or not, it'll add experience points to that club. Mm-hmm. And eventually the club will level up and it'll get like plus three distance and shit like oh, that. Okay, yeah, cool. So if you get the power clubs fully upgraded, you can probably smack them 450, 500 yards go. in one. Wow. But lining it up to get a hole in one it's from that fit. distance, because yeah. it all has, it has wind resistance and all that kind of stuff in it. Yeah. So, yeah, but... It's a fun game. Yeah. Uh, f- Mate, my fucking... At this point, my review scores are so fucking... <laughs> Ridiculous and wild. Um, <laughs> 11 out of 5. For what it is, 5 out of 5. Fuck it. For what it is... Damn. Like, for what they're going for, and what it is, uh, probably a 4.5 out of 5, because okay. fishing is dumb. It is dumb in nature. It's dumb in, in, a, a, in golf a golf game. game. It's even dumber. Yeah, kind of. Oh, let's play golf. Just got to catch some fish first. Yeah, exactly. Well, you've got to eat. Just got to stop at the water hazard on the eighth hole. Ice Cube said it. Bitches got to eat too. (laughs) Yeah, well, can't argue with that. No, exactly. Because if Um, you do, he will kill you. Right, so that's all the games that we're going to review this week. On the next episode, we've got fucking South Park, GT Sport. Which is cool. Yeah. Awesome. Middle Earth, Shadow of War, and anything else that we decide we're going to... We'll probably talk a little bit more Destiny, maybe some Overwatch. Who knows? Stick around. Yay. New shit. New shit. But for right now... Yeah, we actually went and attended the EBX Po. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to just... The first time in five years since I went to it last. And we're just going to talk about it quickly. I mean, it's another expo. Um, They did have... 
access to some games that are coming out. Um, games that uh, we thought would be really good to get our hands on. And then by the time we came home, they had demos online anyway, yeah. uh, which was a bit of a shame. Um, but it was interesting. Like some of the things, some of the really good things that I enjoyed about going to this because we don't go to a lot of them. We don't have a lot in Australia that happen consistently. I don't think the games are the thing either. No. Like, it's cool if that's what you want to do, but the fact of the matter is that if you're going to play a demo of a game, you're going to be lining up for two-plus hours. Yeah, yeah, which is a real shame. You're better off experiencing the expo... Like, doing the convention experience. Yeah, Rather than like spending your time just lining up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I played one game, five minute demo, go line up for another two hours for something else. For things like, for example, um, FIFA. Yeah. There was no line for FIFA because that's already out. Well, there was, but it was like two people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Call of Duty, reasonable. Reasonable, but it was a two hour. Yeah. Like it's reasonable if you're a Call of Duty fan and want to check that out. Um, South Park, Fractured But Whole. Came out this week. Mm. Uh, don't know if you really want to line up for two hours for a game that's coming out in a fucking week's time. Exactly. Week's time. Yeah. So the same goes for Wolfenstein. The same goes for um, what? What else was there? Well, there's like things like the Crew Two, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Origins. Creed that comes out in a bit. Yeah. You know, or two weeks, three weeks, maybe. Far Cry Five, I can understand. Because yeah. that comes out in February, so you want it. That's like a real early. Yeah, cut. it's four or five months early. Yeah. You know, like that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, but lining up some of the lengths that some people lined up for those, yeah, is a bit out of control. A lot of get. people were lining up for Super Mario Odyssey on the Switch, yeah. which I think is probably justifiable. We didn't play it, mm. but Mario is a huge franchise and Nintendo are like supreme masters of what they fucking they do. They are very true. It's tried and true. You know, yeah. That, that's the thing. And kind of a bit of an issue that when we got there was that one of the consoles was down. So, you know, they had, I think it was Mario, they had two consoles, like two separate consoles set yeah. up on different screens. One of them was down so they had a waiting area with chairs and shit because there was people actually waiting to play these games mm. and they were kind of fucked because it was a bit of a shit thing that happened. Mm. But um, you can't really control that kind of stuff and that's just a real shit, shit thing to happen. Yeah. Um, the line was fucking massive as it was. It was, yeah, exactly. Um, Not as big as another line that was there, though. The line for my... The line for the people who paid money to go to EB Expo to go to an EB Games store. Yeah. Um, How much were tickets? 50 bucks a pop? And then you had the Ultimate Gamer Pass, which I think was 400, which got you access all weekend. It got you a ticket to the Regurgitator concert on Friday, which was a $50 ticket. Yeah. And um, I think you got fast-tracked entry to demos of games. Yeah. If I mean there were two lines sometimes and we didn't see anybody in those lines. Yeah. You know, there was oh, and like you got fast tracked access to the EB Games store too. Mega yeah. store. Mega yeah. store. And to be honest, like I know we were giving it shit. I did speak to a dude that I met the other day, like two days after, mm-hmm. and he said he got to the to the expo in the morning 
and he was kind of early in the line. He went straight to the store, yeah. and he picked up three figurines from there. Um, so they were yeah. like the special edition EB fucking yeah, uh, exclusive stuff. Um, one of them was the three foot mech that you get for um, uh, what was that fucking game? On Titanfall. Titanfall two. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was a really fucking cool mech, you know? Yeah. It was big. He got it for like 45 bucks or some shit. That's an awesome deal. Yeah, and, you know, that kind of shit sold straight away. Yeah. Um, he also got a, um, a like a, an orc figure from... Um, might have even been the first of the... Shadow, uh, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Yeah, Mordor. and he got that for like 30 bucks or something as That's well. That's pretty cool. And I, I hadn't even seen that shit before. You know, and he got some really good stuff. Yeah. But by the time you and I got there, and we just kind of went through and had a look through because we couldn't be fucked leaving until we had. Yeah. Um, it was all shit. It was all messy was as massive. Fuck. Yeah, it was seriously like longer than any other line we'd seen all day. Yeah. Um, and there was some big lines, like we said. Yeah. Um waiting to get in and all the tables that I'm sure they'd spent a lot of time setting up putting the right products together um, yeah. were fucking messy as hell yeah. you know like people you've seen I'm sure you've seen the David Jones fucking um, you know boxing day sales mm-hmm. and the Maya boxing day sales where bitches be fighting over t-shirts and stuff that are like 40 cents Yeah, it was worse than that like there was fucking heaps of people yeah and it was packed by the time you got in like the lineup was almost all the way around the outside of the fucking expo I don't know if it was that big it was it pretty was big it was pretty big but there was a line inside the store yeah. as well for so the- you had to go and find the shit you wanted and then line up to go and buy it yeah and there was people leaving with fucking consoles and all kinds of shit yeah. which really weren't any better than you'd get yeah they were retail price yeah and so you just want to headbutt people when they do shit like that. Yeah, um, they did have the um, retro games section at EB Expo, which is cool. That's the kind of stuff that I think is the key. This is why. So, for anyone out there who has not been to any expos, right? EB Expo. This one was better than the last one I went to. The last one I went to was five years ago. It was the first one in Sydney. Mm-hmm. So we went to the first one six years ago. On the, the Gold, Gold Coast. Coast, yeah, and then the next one they moved it to Sydney, which I went to, yeah, and they had people at every game demo with signs saying pre-order now, yeah, right. So it was really, really in your face, yeah. really in your face. Buy these games, yeah. So they backed that off a lot over the last yeah. five years, obviously, yeah. But it's still all about the game demos, which is cool if that's what you want to do. If you want to line up to play a game demo prior to it coming out that's fine because you're a consumer and you want to try something before you buy it yeah. fair enough yeah. now what sets PAX apart from that is PAX has those demos as well but what it has is all the indie developers there's indie yeah. showcase so mm-hmm. there's the opportunity to see games that you would not otherwise see if you go to EB Expo, you're going there to buy to play games that you are going to buy, which you see all over seen, the internet anyway. Yeah, so PAX has all of the indie stuff, which is really for me the pinnacle of PAX. It also has panels, yep, where people in the industry discuss stuff. 
It also has uh, tabletop games, card games, board games. Which they did have dotted around, but there was yeah. no one interested when we were there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and those, those three things, panels, indie games, tabletop games set it apart yeah right and then they also have like events like they do like fucking whatever big game events yeah whereas EB Expo is so much more focused on the game demos yeah they have their stage in their arena where they have sort of it's sort of like a panel but most of it is really just playing trailers to you yeah yeah which actually surprised me because you and I walked around and, you know, we, we did get given tickets, you know, to do media pass stuff. So yeah. we, we actually were lucky enough because we got to speak to another couple of, you know, other you know, media outlets and stuff that we're friendly with. And they weren't actually allowed into other places to, to see things. Not Remember when we first went originally years ago, the first one, you know, six years ago? Yeah. We were actually invited to cut in lines. You know, they'd see us with the tags on, like the lanyard thing on yeah. that said media, and they would grab us to come and talk to them yeah. to be able to get more information out. This time, a lot of that shit was cut out. Um, we actually were very kind of lucky to get in to go and see other people play games yeah. that we didn't have to line up to go and try ourselves. Yeah, because we're odd. Like, we could have played them, but we were like, I just want... Like, we, yeah. we saw Call of Duty, and I was like, I just want to see what it looks like. Yeah. And they and actually... It, good. it did look good. And they, they even gave us access to the, like, King console, or whatever you want to call it. Their that server was, computer that yeah, was like... Yeah, was running the fucking 12 yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Playstations. And we got to, to talk to the, the guy, the rep... Yeah, dealing with it or whatever that gave us some more information yeah, and, and he was all that breaking kind of it all stuff, down for us and which was kind of cool yeah you know? and you know getting able to actually listen to it and watch other people play things and stuff that still gave you that kind of feeling of doing stuff but yeah. not being the one yeah. in control so that was fucking cool and a lot of people wouldn't have trailers on the internet too. yeah and a lot of people wouldn't have been able to get that kind of shit so that yeah. was nice of them but there was one section I think it was inside PlayStation where they had a very empty part which was for God of War yeah and we actually asked if we could go in and have a look to see if you know and yeah. the the girl said oh it's not playable it's it just literally is just a fucking trailer yeah it's the trailer or with like a little a, bit a of gameplay yeah, gameplay video yeah. that you can line up to go and see to be honest Get fucked. Yeah. Why would I go anywhere? Why would I leave my fucking house to go and watch a fucking video of something I can watch anywhere else any day? And it probably, I mean, to be fair, we don't know if it was uh, exclusive, exclusive or whatever. But yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. It'll if it even if it is unseen on the internet, it will be seen on the internet. They don't Tomorrow. make a fucking trailer yeah, exactly. to go. Here's a specially made gameplay thing. With never-before-seen footage, mm. only for EB Expo viewers. That will never no even else. be in the game. That you won't see ever again, yeah. ever. You so, so, like, you look at that and you go, well, this trailer. Like, they did the same thing for Fallout 4, I think, at PAX. Mm. 
where you line people literally fucking lined up to watch a Fallout 4 video. Yeah, and it wouldn't have been that long that it was actually yeah. worth it. In it any was way. like well, it was like a month till the fucking game came out, yeah. or like two weeks, mm. and people are lining up, and you're like, you're fucking lining up to watch a video, dude. <laughs> exactly, and it was already on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck, you could sit in line and watch it on your fucking phone. <laughs> Which we were joking about, like, talking about, yeah. uh, you know, putting it on our phones and walking up to people in the lines and saying, hey, check this out. This is the video you're about to see, just to yeah. piss them off. Um, and it, so, I don't know, it's yeah. kind of amazing. It really amazes me that that kind of shit goes on. I understand it's a big thing that's coming out eventually and blah, blah, blah. To blah, be blah, fair, blah. if that's what you're into and you enjoy it and you're happy to do it, more power to you. But don't. Like, to me, don't fucking waste your money spending it on a day at an expo having to line up for shit like that. There's other stuff to line up for that yeah. you can actually enjoy yeah. playing and doing. And yeah. you know, But Watching one, a trailer is not going to swap... Like, watching another trailer... Yeah. Because if you're lining up, for example, Fallout 4, mm. everyone had seen trailers for it. If you were excited about the franchise, you had seen the fucking trailers mm. and you knew you were going to buy it. Yeah. Are yeah. you still going to line up for an hour or two hours to watch a fucking video? Not even going to happen. You but, have to be like the most hardcore fan. Yeah. Yeah. But one of the things that I was actually most excited about being there, mm. which I hadn't even really considered too much Free before I got court. there. Free popcorn was great. Mm-hmm. I still have it unopened in the cupboard. I got um, one at work. Was it good? Yeah, it was popcorn. Yeah. It was triple butter. Yeah. Motherfucker, that is awesome. Oh, you just go to Woolies Get and buy it for like $4. Oh, yeah, I know. $4 for five packs of what they're giving away for free. Yeah. So that's 80 cents worth of freeness. That's worth it. So worth a media pass like, and the eight bucks in petrol. Yeah. So if you get like 80 packets... Or Which like they did actually packets. keep trying to give us. Yeah, if you just grab like <laughs> a box of 60 packets, there's your $50 EB Expo Pass paid for. Done. In popcorn. In popcorn. Just got to pay for the uh, you know, no, tooth, but so toothpicks what, to get the shit out of your Yeah, tooth. so anyway, what are you excited um, about? The thing that actually was the best about being there was seeing all the cosplay stuff. Oh, yeah, cosplay is the... Yeah. That's one and, of the major And that things. is... Fucking amazing! the The amount of people that put so much fucking effort into yeah. dressing up as someone else, yeah, to make their life complete, is a really outstanding way to waste your life. To be honest, like, some of the fucking people must spend a shitload of money. Hey man, you got to have a hobby, and you know we walked around, and I don't. I don't try and say to anybody I know everything about like pop culture or, but there was people there that I looked at and I went, who the fuck is that meant to be? No idea. In my wildest dreams, I couldn't think like there was people just dressed up in stuff. There's a lot of anime characters and stuff like that. Yeah. That that I have no fucking idea of. Like there was one girl that we saw that was just dressed almost in black lycra with a fucking mask on. Yeah. And it seemed that that mask was the only thing that was the character of who she was trying to be. Yeah. And it was pretty fucking weird and cool, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, and then we were standing there at one stage and a little kid saw her and went, oh, who are you supposed to be? And she said, and he looked at her and went, what's that? <laughs> and like, I was thinking the same thing. Who the yeah. fuck is that? 
Um, Whatever. You know, cool. Go do what you got to do. Catch the bus home, get a fuckload of really weird looks. You know, <laughs> it was kind of bizarre. No, um, I, I quite enjoy cosplay. I think that community stuff is the key. It has to be. It has to be for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I am giving it shit because it is kind of bizarre. It's cool. You don't to see get that. it anywhere else, and yeah. that's the most amazing thing to me. Yeah. You know, it stands out above anything else. Yeah. But it actually does make me laugh thinking these fuckers are catching the bus home. <laughs> Fucking nerds. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which yeah. didn't happen this time. No. We, we even commented on that as we left. Yeah, the first... I don't know if we mentioned that. We're back, way back. Take a trip in the Wayback Machine uh, to the first woo. EB Expo where, yeah... To where we went across the road from the Gold Coast Ex- Exhibition Centre to go to Macca's to get some lunch and some dudes drove past and yelled out the window, Fucking nerds! Yeah. Happened a few times, I think. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Classic yeah. move. Classic douche move. Exactly. You guys are winning. And now those fucking dudes in their Commodores aren't getting their computers fixed because they're yeah. fucking idiots. Oh, they're the and same. They they're, they're like, oh, let's go to EB Expo. Play some yeah, fucking probably. card. Let's go and line up for video game room. But anyway. videos. Yeah, so for me, um, Expos and, look, to be honest, EB Expo moved back to Gold Coast this year on the back, I think, of... Um, and this is just conjecture, conjecture, conjecture. Yeah. Because I did not go to the last one, but I heard bad things. I heard that it was um, not Quiet. that good. Yeah, not a lot of people showed. And um, so, because EB are based on the Gold Coast, to have it there makes more sense for them financially. So, um, and to be honest, it was fucking packed. It was. There was but a lot of people. I think. You've got to put that down a little bit as well to the fact that it's been five, six years yeah, since there's since been one here. here. Yeah. So you get that factor as well. Yeah. Um, but really, I mean, they're probably not going to stop doing it because the way that they do it is they have all their staff come in for their annual meeting yeah. where the staff get to try all the games on like the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then they've just opened it up on the Thursday, the Saturday and Sunday yeah. to punters. Mm. And they also have a gigantic store set up there. So all the fucking staff that are there for their expo, like their conference thing, can then work in the store and sell all the shit yeah, to exactly. the idiots. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure they still run the, the um, like each different pavilion, I think is that the, um, like the trade staff, not the actual... Because remember, we were in the oh, PlayStation. The exhibitors are all... Um, they're all from the companies. They're not EB guys. Well, it made they us... They do have EB helpers, though. Okay, all right. To yeah, make up I, the numbers. I just remember we went to that... When we were talking about going to see the God of War thing. Yeah. Um, the girl that we were talking to was wearing a PlayStation T-shirt, and she was there representing that yeah. entire section. And we were like, oh, you know, it'd be cool to get in. Can we get in and just have a look? And she's like, oh, it's only a trailer. And we're like, oh, well, fuck, don't worry about it. We'll just watch it tomorrow when it comes out on the internet. Yeah. Um, and she goes, oh, but it looks really, really cool. It's actually kind of making me think it's worth buying a PlayStation 4. Yeah. And we both kind of looked at her and went, you're the fucking company, though. Yeah. Like, you're the one that we're talking to about the company. Yeah. And, and yeah, she's like, no, I mean, of course, I've got one already. <laughs> another, yeah. another one. <laughs> And we're like, yeah, yeah, catch ya, see ya. Fucking that—that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. If you're a PR 
And she was from PR, a PR company, outsourced, yeah. contracted by PlayStation. There you go, yeah. yeah. You've got to lie a little bit. Oh, fucking oath. You're there like, to be like, like it's like people on Instagram who are like... She's there to love PlayStation more than you, Matt. Yeah, and exactly. That's a fuck It's like Instagram models <laughs> who are like, I use this weight loss stuff. They did. They paid me, but it's because I also love it. <laughs> There's no fucking way they ever use that product. Yeah, exactly. But they're lying because they're being paid to fucking say they love it. That's right. So that's your fucking job. Yeah. Anyway, beside the point. Um, <laughs> EBXO is decent, but I think if it's gonna, I mean, I think they're gonna carry on anyway because they would have made a fucking killing oh, this just in the yeah. EB store. But fuck yeah, I think to make it more attractive to the punters you need to step up the community level of it yeah like they've got because they never used to have the win retro stuff they never used to have the pinballs like in the first and second you mentioned the the, uh, tabletop stuff there was one like little weird tent that we walked past Mm. where they were playing monopoly yeah yeah so they did have some board game stuff there i mean it wasn't like cool stuff that would make you go fuck yeah, yeah let's go and well, try you don't that. see what Monopoly and go well fuck I'm, I've never seen that before yeah. I could try it yeah. but if you go to PAX you've got like indie developers of board games yeah that's right like, yeah. Check out, and they're passionate and they're yeah. like check out my new game let me teach you how to play that's right Yeah, and that shit is infectious man oh fucking oath like you yeah. gotta go to PAX with me one year like you walk around cause I go to PAX for the video games but then I I'm like, well, I've kind of had enough of this section now. I'm going to yeah. go over there. And not just board games, but in the indie game section as well. Like, where there's a bunch of stands, they have like 30 fucking games there. Yeah. Where it's just one screen or two screens. And the developer of the game is there. And he's like, come check out my game. Yeah. And then you're playing it. And they're like, in your ear, just like, you can fucking hear how passionate yeah, they are exactly. about it. That kind of shit is an experience that it's worth going to a convention for. Oh, fucking oath. That's what it should be. Because about. you don't get that anywhere else. Yeah, ever. It's, it's like that video that we watched of that... What was that? Is it Twine or whatever? You know, that fucking... Um, the ball of... Uh, I've no idea what you're talking about. The one on... on I think it's on, on everything now. Um, it was at... Oh, um, the Unraveled. Unraveled, yeah, that one. What yeah. that's called. Where that dude came out, he was nervous as fuck. Yeah. But you could just feel his that passion. passion for what yeah. he'd created and the whole fucking journey that he'd done to be yeah. there. You know, that that was the highlight of every video that I'd ever fucking seen yeah. from a game convention. Yeah. Because that dude was just like, fuck, like... I was talking to my kids and they thought this great idea and I was like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that. And it was like, fuck, like this gives me more information than I've ever heard about any fucking game I've ever seen yeah. developed. And you take a personal interest in it. Because yeah, you that's right. Connect with them. It's a person that's doing something yeah. and they're so passionate about it that it makes it actually really fucking amazing. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. yeah, look, I know we're talking about EB Expo and saying that PAX is better doesn't help. No. EB Expo. But I think they can learn a lot. And it's been four, five years, six... I think this is the fifth PAX Australia. Yeah, fifth PAX. So they've had some time to take notes. Yeah. And I think they have put some things in like that. But... Um, but they're not... Yeah. yeah. The, the experience of meeting someone who has created something, and usually a one-man team mm. for those indie games, where it's one person who coded the game themselves, maybe outsourced music or something, and then had to fucking 
take their own systems to set up. Yeah, exactly. So, and then stand there for fucking 12 hours yeah. letting people play their game and thinking, fuck, please don't crash. Yeah, exactly. Please fucking like my game. Yeah. And then, like, fucking, even on the second day, the end of the second day, you can talk to them and they're still like, man, so fucking passionate. And you can't fucking fake that shit. No, you can't. You can't pay for it. Yeah. That's so true. And that's an yeah. experience worth fucking having. Yeah. So... What I'm saying is go to PAX. It's yeah. next weekend. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. You better hurry up. Call Young. Get a ticket now. Yeah. Uh, they're selling out, out fast, that. by the way. So yeah. They're probably sold out by Shout the Shout out to Young, by yeah. the way. Is it on this weekend? Coming? Yeah, in a yeah, week, I think. One so. week. So. Yeah. Now you need to get this podcast up in the next really couple quick. of days. Yeah, yeah. So people do- I think there is still some passes available if you want to buy them. But, yeah. But I think EB Expo is cool. It's cool to have an... Uh, a number of options it's cool to have just the expo yeah you know like end of story it is good that they have something and to be fair we're probably pretty jaded because we look at it from a media point of view not a punter point of view so if you're a punter I'd love to actually hear from people who uh, any of our listeners who went to EB Expo if you just tell us what you thought of it because Mm. to it's a different experience when you pay for a ticket and you go there with a plan in mind of what you want to do, you know, as opposed to like you're supplied with a ticket to cover it, you know? Yeah. So I'd love to hear the experience of some, we probably should have interviewed some people while we were there. Fuck it. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. But anyway, so that's, but it is kind of funny. Like you and I drove down from Brisbane, anybody who doesn't live here, it's like less than an hour. 40 minutes, 45 minutes to yeah, get yeah, there. Yeah, 40 minutes. Um, and to be honest, neither of us were jumping out of our skin, excited to go. You know, we parked the car and it was like, fuck, let's go and deal with the crowds. Yeah. You know, like all that kind of shit. I think it was more of a case of we do this because we're going to do it. You know, and yeah. that's about it. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of that, was the feeling of the day and even other people that we spoke to um you know kind of had that little bit of feeling of fuck you know we've been here for a couple of hours we're over it yeah um because it's not what you want no exactly yeah and and i mean it is a great opportunity for anyone else that you know has a real passion for games and gets to feel the love for games from another 10,000 people. Yeah. You know, and, but... I think it's cheapened by the fact that it's run by a corporation that wants to sell you games. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I don't think, whereas PAX don't have a horse in the race yeah. for selling video games. Yeah. They are there to celebrate gamers as gamers, whereas that's EB right. is there to be like, fucking check out this game. We have an exclusive collector's edition for it that you, you should pre-order. Yeah. yeah, but so uh, if it's a bit of a hurdle for them to overcome. I don't know if they ever will. I don't. Know if, I don't even know if they give a fuck. Probably not because they are getting numbers through the fucking doors. And they're the only company that does it. Yeah. So until there's another fucking big company that decides, okay, let's do this. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. I just can't help. They don't but need to feel give a fuck. Cynical about it. And yeah. I don't know if that will change, but 
But at the same yeah. time, it is kind of, like I said, cool to go. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't get that opportunity to go and do something like that very often in Australia. Yeah. And to see that community all together, excited about one objective, yeah. you know, it's that is kind true. of cool. The mm. murmurings that you hear walking around, like, and even going in, hearing people like, oh, I'm really excited to play this game. Yeah. You know, just as they're passing by you and it's like, or when they're leaving, they're like, oh man, I tried this and it was so good. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, we're going to wrap this up now. Yeah, a bit of a long episode, but hey, we've been away for a while, so... So fucking enjoy it. Shut up, you fucking ingrates. (laughs) (laughs) And tell us how shit we are when you get back. Yeah, podcast Um, at dropairgaming.com. There it is, boom. Boom. Um, That's it from me and from you. Yep, catch you next time. See ya. Thanks for listening.